the podcast. Welcome back. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Megan. And today we are recording together back in our apartment again. Back, we, okay, guys, let me set the scene for you. I just made iced coffee for my roommates and we're sitting on the floor next to my, the plant um, named Comic Sans. <laughs> and today we're talking about um, Girl Code, but before that, do we have any updates, anything you would like to talk about? Um, I don't know. I guess, well, I guess I'll just say 2021 is a little, going a little bit better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, classes start tomorrow, which is bad, but it's the start of our last semester, which is insane, incredible. Um, I'm very excited to be done. I, um, I was hanging out with one of my friends from high school over break. And, um, I'd seen him a few times over break, but, like, it was just the two of us hanging out, and we were just catching up, talking about life, and, um, we were kind of talking about how we've changed over the years and our flaws as people, and he asked me, what are my flaws? And I was like, I don't know if we have time for all that, and... (laughs) It was gonna be one direction or the other with you, you were either gonna be like, oh, I don't have any of those, or... (laughs) No, his flaws... Oh. He asked me what his flaws were. And you were, you were like, oh, I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like... So then he was like, why don't you, um, tomorrow morning, you should send me, like, a list of what my flaws are. And I was like, all right, sure. I love a good ego boost. <laughs> right. So, tomorrow morning came. And I was like, that was a joke. I'm not going to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Then he texts me, and he was like, you know, as silly as this might sound, I kind of want you to do this. Because I feel like you it would kind of tell me like how you perceive me and how you know me and um I could like grow from that and I was like okay fine if you ask so I whip out the notes app and I jot down some flaws he has because again I've known this person since I was like 14 Mm -hmm. so I've had a while to analyze their personality so yeah you did a lot of analyzing yes so I write them all down (laughs) And I ended. I did end it with a few compliments. Okay. Because I was like, I'm not just going to send him an entire list of what's wrong with him. And I don't know if anybody's perceiving this of like, oh, wow, Alexandra, just, you know, give it to him. They're friends. I think he knows yes. that you're cool with him. Like, there's right. no... And that's why I was like, fine. Granted, we, at this point in our lives, we only speak to each other a few times a year. But that's kind of what happens, you know, as you grow up and... Okay. Authentic. <laughs> and go your separate ways. So... I sent it, and normally he responds within the hour, maybe the next hour. Um, he didn't. So I went to bed, woke up in the morning, still hadn't responded. All day, didn't respond. Went to bed the next night, didn't respond in the morning. Um, basically, multiple days go by, and I was like, I may have just ruined this friendship. Um, How bad were the flaws? Okay, so I am going to, I'll read what I Texas. Oh because I was like, I thought th- these aren't even that bad. And I was like, if someone's gonna, like, if I ask somebody, tell me what my flaws are, I don't want them to sugarcoat it. I want them to be honest. Right. Because he said, I want to grow from this. So I was like, okay. I did read them to my family and they were like, Alexandra, he's never going to speak to you again. And I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> All right. So here's what they are. I said, you don't really know how to express when you like or care about someone. Sometimes you act before you think. 
I get the feeling that you're not sure of your sure of yourself a lot of the time, not necessarily a flaw, just an observation. You might be too much of a realist to the point where it becomes borderline pessimism. And I get the sense that you can be afraid of getting really close to new people. That's it? That's not that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. It's it's honest. It's not like it's very honest. It's not like you're never gonna go anywhere in life, honestly, and I'm so worried about like it's not like you're a terrible person. No, that's fine. No, so then Three or four days later, I still Three hadn't or four heard. Days yes, later. and our audience knows, and you know, I'm very comfortable and familiar with the feeling of being ghosted. So this, state. this was sort of a different, um, a different type of ghosting, right. and I didn't want to end the friendship. And so I sent a follow up text and said, I don't know if that was too much, but I was just trying to give the honest feedback that you wanted, that you asked for explicitly. Right. Multiple so times. Um, he responded 24 hours after that. Amazing. And just said, no, it's totally spot on. I just don't really know how to respond. He makes a fair point. I don't right. know. What do you do? Like, like the message? Right. Thumbs it up? So I was like, I, I don't know. Thumbs it down. <laughs> thumbs it Someone down. Someone sends you a list of all your flaws. You just hit him with a thumbs down. <laughs> but it's funny because the whole time I was like, I know, like, I'm so spot on with these flaws. Like, I'm so accurate. And he knows it. And that's why he's not responding. And I was right. On the spot. Yeah. What are my, what's like, or not... You're like, we don't have time oh, for boy. this. Oh, um, boy. Um, what would I'll, you say one of my biggest, I should probably hear it, but it won't kill me too much, flaws are? Um, I think this, this can be a good thing and a bad thing. Uh-oh. You, when you get into something, you really get into something and you go like full force. Oh, we know that. Yes. We know that all And sometimes well. it's a good thing, and sometimes it can be a bad thing. Sometimes you clown yourself for a couple of years because of that yes. trait. Yeah, I know. Maddie's sister yes. was saying something about, I think, what was this? A song came on. I was like, oh, I love this song. She was yes. saying how apparently. When Megan feels something, she really feels something. And that can be very good, but also can't be harmful. I am passionate about life. Yeah. So what's new with you? <laughs> Um, I fell down the stairs and twisted my ankle. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Did I... you? <laughs> it's such a good... I feel like I get injured a lot. Like, I feel like I... There's a, just... The... She's a little clumsy. She has nothing if not... Hey, everyone fall down, falls down the stairs sometimes. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. I may end up taking a little trip to the minute clinic or something if it doesn't get better in a couple days. But... That's what's going on in my life right now. You know how when you're sick and you're just like looking or you're, you're trying to breathe through your nostrils and you can't, you're like, I can't imagine that there was ever a point in my life where I could breathe yes. normally. It's yes. kind of like that. Yeah. Like, I can't believe there was ever a point in my life where I could walk. And then, so I like Googled how long it takes to feel better from a sprained ankle. And the one comment was like, up to one third of people say that they still don't <laughs> feel better after a year. And I like, I run, I li like, I am a very active person. My favorite thing to do is like just walk around the city. So I'm just a little concerned that I'll never walk again, but then I have to remind myself <laughs> Don't Google your symptoms. I know. Never Google it's the symptoms. It's a literal twisted ankle. Like, that is the most I'm common I'm surprised I didn't thing. say you're probably pregnant, because that's what I normally said. <gasps> For a twisted ankle? <laughs> yeah, also, what else is going on? Um, you met someone. <laughs> So we're going to skip over that story for now. However, I want to bring up a small story of um, one of the worst moments of my entire life happened last night. I got a Snapchat from someone that I have been starting to see. And I'm like, it was a video Snapchat. I'm like, oh, he's probably going to tell me about his day or something. Looking forward to it. Oh my gosh. Wait, guys, 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 guys. Before we 
we get into that. I I know the this, this woman sitting next to me. I know me. her. I know her well. I know what she likes, what she doesn't like. And I met I met this person who met this person and his well his Okay, can I speak? Like I just don't <laughs> sometimes have, I can't sometimes speak. Sometimes I'm just when like, it really matters, I just when forget. it really matters that I know how to form a coherent sentence, that skill just evaporates and I'm back in like the kindergarten. The so, kindergarten <laughs> the kindergarten grade. <laughs> I met this guy whose best friend is literal like if you type down all of the things that Alexandra would like in a man, it's him. And I'm like, we have to set it up. We have to set it up. <laughs> and narrator voice, it worked. Anyway, <laughs> back to him, not his best friend. Yes. I open a Snapchat, Snapchat video. I'm like, what could it be if it is not um, this podcast, the, the intro music to this podcast last episode, playing aloud for him, his mother, his father, and I think his brother and dog were also in the room. Um, so ju- that's the entire family. That's the whole family yeah. is in mm-hmm. the room listening to this podcast. They are a very religious family, a family of a church. <laughs> and this episode started, I don't know if you listened last episode, the first thing I talk about is how I accidentally played some sound clip of someone asking about someone's sex goals. Yeah. In front of a priest and his sister. His younger a sister. to be the, the two children, the, there were children in the room. I've never talked about that. I don't. We, we don't talk about that on this episode, on this platform, on the internet right, in general. Right. It was a lot for me to put out on the internet. <laughs> I bleeped out the word sex. Please bleep <laughs> it out when you're editing because I want a career in the future. And me too. I work with children. Just knowing. You work with almost married couples. And high school seniors. <laughs> yeah, they know too. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was... Retelling the story, it's like doesn't sound like a big deal, but just knowing that that is the first impression. I mean, you can imagine. I think anyone can imagine the initial shock opening that Snapchat and being like, "Wow, that's my, that is my podcast where I speak, and that is a man that I am dating and I am quite interested in right now." And oh, I also see his entire family, and my podcast is indeed on the big screen TV on Spotify for all to see and hear. And the fact that he said he played it because they were listening to a Bible podcast and it reminded him that I had That's one. funny. <laughs> and That's funny. I did mention um, <laughs> Catholicism because I was talking about our friends, mm-hmm. but I was talking about how I act. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so that... It was a good run, honestly. I am probably going to... No, I literally... It. I told him, I was like, don't... I have a podcast, because I was talking about my podcast, I was like, oh, it's, yeah, I love it, it's, like, one of my, like, favorite things that I do, but don't even dare listen to it, like, it's just, I don't know, it's personal, it's, like, my candid diary, I show the crazy side, and my unhinged side, and I, uh, I can respect him wanting to listen to it, and I can respect, okay, like, yeah, we're putting this stuff on the internet, anybody can hear it, right, but the fact that, the, the chance of his parents and family stumbling upon it, Zero. We're not going to come up on people who are listening to Bible podcasts as recommended podcasts. He didn't have to. He couldn't have previewed it. He couldn't have listened to the first 30 seconds and was like, can I show this to my family as an introduction to this person that I'm seeing? Um, Because they haven't met you yet. No, they have not. That is a, the whole, that, this whole man, double man, double man situation. Double man. Double man. Anyway, so we'll, we'll dive into that one. Um. It is fair that he listens to the podcast, considering I did stalk him on the internet and find every single thing out about him before he even asked me out. So, to go on a date. 
So, girl code. Yeah, that's the girl code. Today. Speaking of men and friends and dating, we're uh, talking about girl code. This is one of those episodes that in our initial let's talk about episodes we want to do eventually, this came up and we ended up never doing it, but I'm excited for it because yes. we're answering some of answering some of the biggest questions or I mean, I guess debating, discussing yeah. things like can you date your friend's ex? Can you be close with your friend's significant other and more. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of these questions are so popular and so commonly asked because there's no straight answer. There's no straight yes or no answer for a lot of them. And a lot of them end up being uh, big players in female friendships, I think. So I guess let's just jump right in and start with one of the most popular ones, which is can you date your friend's ex? Right off the bat, what do you say? I'm really bad with right off the bat things because I automatically think too deeply, mm-hmm. but it's just so situational for me. Like, a good answer would be no. Right. Because that just makes so much sense. You're not going to date your best friend's ex. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. When you boil it down, like, would it really be that big of a deal if I dated your high school boyfriend, which I would never do? Which, wait, which one? The the first one. <laughs> oh, take him, take him, take him, take him. Exactly, take him. exactly. So, okay, honestly, I was thinking about this when we were writing it down. Yeah. I would be totally cool with you dating my most recent ex. I know you wouldn't want to. Right. But I'm thinking you about it like. say, as soon as you guys broke up, you were like, if single now if you want him. <laughs> well, he's a good guy. Right. He was on this podcast. You guys know him. No, no, we can't <laughs> expose him. What? They know No, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. No, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like if we would have had a relationship where sometimes I just realize I'm just like putting everything out on the internet and I'm like, maybe step it back, but then I'm like, nah. Hey, you can't get anything out without putting it all into it. That's what I always tell myself. You did say that I go too hard into things sometimes. So, I don't know, I was thinking about it in like, one of the podcasts we listened to occasionally, this was a podcast that just ruined my life um, the yes. other day. It's called Girls Gotta Eat. And the Shout one, out to them. Love them. Mm-hmm. The one episode they were talking about how have like having the ex of like where you just wanted yes. things to work so bad mutually and it didn't. And like, I feel like our breakup was like a very long drawn out thing of like, oh, we would just be better as friends. And yeah. I think that's kind of why I'm like, okay, well you, you could, I, I could see you. I, I don't know. Like, I mean. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, mm-hmm. he's a he's a decent, like, he's a, you know. It's good for the environment. Good for, it's good for the environment. <laughs> How is it good for the environment? I don't know, but if we, like. If he fits into the friend group. But, like, the first time we broke up, if you would have, like, dated him after that, yeah. I would have probably never talked to you again. Right, because at that point, I think he would have been the ex to you. Right. Like, if you <sighs> dated my. Tree man? Yeah. Oof. We could never be friends. Yeah, I don't... Ever. I Like, I could probably never see you again. My... And I would have to block you on all social no, media because I just couldn't. podcast would die. Who gets the podcast? Uh, joint, no joint me. custody here. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because you already have, like, four businesses. <laughs> Two! <laughs> no, they're the same one. Just offer different services. What about, um... Ian. Ian. Ian's listening and he's like, um, No! No, I would never! <laughs> Get that thought out of your mind, Megan! I wasn't going to say it for that reason, but I would be, like, I, you and him would be a terrible, terrible couple. Terrible. The worst terrible. couple ever, but if, if like, one of my friends wanted to date him, I would, like, approve of that. Because really? it would be kind of nice, because him and I are friends now, and, like, so civil, and people listening might be like, what? 
because of how that episode ended. Um, but <laughs> we just truly are just friends, and I would I would be okay with that. Yeah, like I feel like I kind of like the idea of one of my yeah. friends dating an ex because it's like they're obvi- I, they're obviously a decent person to, yeah. so, to the most part. If I was with them for a while, and then. Like, you obviously look up to your friends so much, and you're like, this is, like, the best person in the world, and, like, you know, take mm-hmm. them. But, but you absolutely cannot date the ex. But I feel like it's different if you set someone up with your ex versus if, like, they kind of start talking behind your back, and you don't really know what's going on, and then you find out, oh, one of my oh, close yeah. friends. But I also feel like it's different when it's, like, one of your very best core friends that you talk to on a regular basis, ride or die people with VX versus, like, anything else. Yeah, even, I don't know, for me, if we're talking about VX, so in my case, True Man, um, we all are aware of this. Not going to pretend you don't know who I'm talking about. Um, If he's out there, hey. If it's, even if it's somebody who I'm not incredibly close with, but if you knew that person and if you had any clue into our relationship and then you like date him and like have the audacity to come to my face and then like not tell me about it or anything that's really shady to me and I would not appreciate that at all and I don't see a future where we can be friends I think it's also I think one of the most so I feel like you and I are kind of stating the obvious of like hey don't date your best friend's most serious ex yeah but I think when the gray area when it kind of gets or you have to choose which one's more important to you right like, how in love you are with the guy or how important the girlfriend is. We'll you. dive more into this later in the episode, but I feel like you and I are both on the same page about, like, female friendships come first. Yeah. Men, they're, they they come and go. They're mm-hmm. renewable. Right. Men are a renewable resource. Hey, guys. Listen merch to coming like, soon. What? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I made Alexandra merch for Christmas. <laughs> I was I had this idea I had this vision in my head of a little crew neck and it just has on my way embroidered in like dainty little cursive font on the sleeve and I tried making it I am I don't know my way around a needle and thread it looks like absolute trash but she came out of her room wearing it yesterday and I just about teared up it's trademarked there's nothing like it in the world um wait I just said something like a second ago that I feel like I should not put up men are a renewable resource oh they're not they're fine but sure I mean what I'm saying is like what, what I meant to say in a more kind <laughs> way is that see, people do come and go unless you, like, until there's, like, a ring on your finger, until you're engaged, like, your female friends are the ones that are gonna be there for you. And I feel like unless you meet someone, unless, like, if it's gonna jeopardize the friendship, then he better be perfect in every single way. Yeah, he better be the one. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you messed up. Anyway, um... I don't know, I feel like one of the grayest areas comes around if it's, like, someone that your friend talked to or, like, kind of dated but didn't really date. Mm-hmm. Because but, even, that's very, that can be some very uh, <clears throat> treacherous waters to dive into. Because I feel like those are kind of the breakups that hurt the most, is the breakup yeah, of, Yeah, because, like, what as we been. know, technically, Tree Man and I never dated, but he's no, still the ex. No, 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 you guys were in a relationship. I don't, I don't consider what you guys were as just, like, talking. Like, that yeah. was, like, a full relationship, label or not. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But some people wouldn't say that. It, it depends. I guess it's up to interpretation because we really didn't have that label. But, like, if somebody tried to make that argument about us, like, you just have to... It comes down to communication. If you're the friend who's interested in the guy or if you're the friend who is the ex, like, if you come to them and say, hey, I'm really... 
I like really have feelings for this guy and I know you were with him and whatever state your feelings but then as the other person you also have to be completely honest if you say oh yeah I'm fine with it but you're not that's not like that's on you then right when the friendship when something happens to the friendship in the end yeah and like all the all these things are very much easier said than done I feel like it's very easy to be like Oh, well, like, if I start to catch feelings for the guy that broke my friend's heart, even if it's not even your best friends, even if it's, like, one of your close friends, and it's easy to be like, no, I wouldn't. But then feelings are a very powerful thing in general, and having a crush in general is a very powerful thing. The authentic sounds of motor vehicles going up and down our streets. Literally, why? So short answer, it's situational. Long That's answer. going to be the answer to all of these. That actually is the answer to most questions in yeah. life because it's situational. Mm-hmm. But it's fun to talk about the hypotheticals. Um, have you ever, ever been in a situation like this? Not really. Let me elaborate. Um, <laughs> well, I remember at one time in like middle school or something, I had a crush on a boy it was the first it was my first like real crush Mm -hmm. and then I made a new friend in about the seventh grade and she told me in eighth grade that she had a crush on him and like I was also super shy in middle school so I would never tell anybody that I had a crush on him and I would have never done anything about it Mm -hmm. ever so it wasn't that deep but like I she told me that she had a crush on him and I wasn't about to say oh my gosh me too (laughs) like I've liked him since sixth grade I would have never said that you don't understand Um, I'm obsessed right but it again wasn't that deep because she didn't date him I didn't date him it's like not a big deal Mm -hmm. so segue into the next question what do you do when you both like the same guy yeah that that's tricky. Have you ever been in that situation other uh, than that? I don't think so. Oh, I was in that situation in ninth grade. Don't. We've talked about it. Yeah, that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's, it, that was just embarrassing. All around embarrassing. He did not feel the same way about me. And my one friend was like, we weren't like that. We had just met. It wasn't like one of, it was like one of, I don't know. But anyway, she was like, oh my God, I'm totally going to like set you guys up. I was like, you really don't have to. Like, I can tell he's not interested. She and did that to me. Do you remember she did that to me too? No way! Different guy? You t- oh, Yeah! Sh- she did that to both of us with different guys. I honestly, that put a memory out of my archives. I haven't even thought about that person in a few years. Yeah. Wow! Okay, but that's also like ninth. Wait, how old were you when that happened? Like, what year was that? Ninth grade. That, a second half of ninth grade. It's just, that was so long ago, like, yeah. But that being, that's the only situation. But I do, I want, I, I've wanted to say this. So I know that we have a decent amount of listeners who are younger than us and who are in high school. And whenever we say like, oh, it's not that deep because it's in high school, that's because we're like out of it and now realizing that things are bigger and our relationships are just so much different than they were back then. But at the time it is deep. You know, like that true. cut deep. Yeah. When she you know what? did that to me. I was hurt in that grade. Yeah. I was hurt. And in the moment, like, it sucks. Because you feel hard when you're 15. <laughs> yeah. No, but also, like, everything is more serious. Not, I, you're right, we do. I do, like, reference high school a lot. And then I'm like, but it, like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's, in hindsight, it's so easy to say that. Because, and I was thinking about this. I kind of feel like I've never been in a relationship. Because my last, like, actual one was so long ago. Mm-hmm. And I feel like dating now is just so different. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're almost out of college. Yeah, I feel like I, I kind of, I know what you mean. I feel like I haven't been in, like, a normal, local, I don't know. Yeah. 
a traditional like, traditional even like, high in your 20s i remember in my high like in high school even my high school boyfriend like it was like a very like non-traditional relationship mm-hmm. i don't know that's kind of off topic i so if you both okay if you both like the same guy there are some things that i feel like are usually said um and we kind of talked about this when we were planning the episode but i think if you're if you're both friends and you both know that you like the same guy, the obvious thing to do is to be like, okay, well, none of us can have him. Okay, sure. But I'm talking like if you're like if you and I like the same guy, I don't think that would ever happen. It wouldn't probably. No. But our but our instinct, I think, would be like, okay, this is gonna cause too many problems. None of us can have him. Right. But, but what if one of us is like, no, but he's like the one. Yeah. Um. It also. It depends on what the guy feels. Um, yeah. He's probably either he doesn't like <laughs> either of you, and you're just in the friend zone, or he might like one of you probably more than he likes the other in that type of way. And I, you could confront him about it, which is a lot easier said than done because that's awkward. Um, and it's probably going to like if the three of you are all friends, you will not be friends after that conversation probably or it's gonna shift a lot it's not going to be the same i also feel like any person who would like you wouldn't like me and any person who would like you wouldn't like you and vice versa like i feel like energy is so we're we're different enough it wouldn't you know the tiktok sound that's like i ain't never seen two pretty best friends before it's always one of them gotta be ugly of course so i saw another one kind of explaining the science behind that about how when like the closest your closest friends you end up being like pretty different from Mm -hmm. like science like whatever so yeah. then that's why usually the one person finds like one of the close friends more attractive than mm-hmm. other that checks and i'm ugly <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i knew you were gonna end with that <laughs> <laughs> i gotta go anyway yeah i also feel like what if okay this is a tricky situation if you both like the same guy, one of them really, really, really likes him, the other's kind of like, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I do like him. Okay. But they're not as crazy about it. But then the guy likes the friend who isn't as crazy about it. That has happened to me before. Multiple times. And it's not, sometimes, it's very, it's tricky in that situation to be either friend. Because if you're the friend who really likes the guy, that sucks. That has happened to me a lot, and it... I sound, I hate complaining about that because I sound stupid. Like, oh my god, I hate when boys like me. It's so frustrating. I can see why that would be frustrating. Yeah, because it comes in between the friendship. Yeah. And sometimes, oh, now I'm thinking of the situation. Yeah, Yeah, like it's, and sometimes I'll know, like I'll get vibes from the guy and be like, I think he has a crush on me or something. And be Mm -hmm. like, oh man. What to do? <laughs> what to do? Um, that's a toughie. So, in conclusion, the answer is we don't. It, know. it depends. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's just so many different ways it could go if you both like the same guy, and um, it's basically it's just so easy. Everything's easier said than done to be like, okay, he's off limits, but you're not. You're both probably gonna still talk to him. Yeah. Because it's so hard to have feelings for a guy and then be like, no, I'm just not going to talk to you. And they didn't do anything wrong. I feel like these situations are very applicable in, like, college, high school settings where you're talking to, where it's like a, the same same pool. pool. Oh, jeez. We're on the same wavelength. Same wavelength. (laughs) No, that's very true. 
I think especially we're in, high school. in the absolute ideal situation right now where I like someone and their best friend is your exact type. And yeah. um, and sure, we don't know. Next question. <laughs> can you be close with your friend's significant other? We don't know. Okay. Next question. Just kidding. Um, okay, can you be close with your friend's significant other? Again, some, some treacherous waters we might be getting into here. Um, is this Rocky Road ice cream? Because <laughs> <laughs> is this is a Rocky Road. <laughs> Is this an ice cream parlor? Because I'm sensing some rocky road. <laughs> Are we in a bumpy airplane ride? Because I think we're about to experience some turbulence. <laughs> Do I deserve the right to speak and put it on the internet? No. no. <laughs> Is anybody still listening? Is no. anybody out there? <laughs> Is anybody out there? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Yikes. Moving on from that. <laughs> so, forever. Your friend's significant other. Basically, nobody should be closer to your significant other than you, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, I think it's it's a little interesting um, to hang out with your friend's significant other. Just the two, Just of, the two you? of you? Yeah. To, like, make plans. Just the two of you? Yes. Yeah. Unless... Only exception would be if they're like, hey, can you come um, help me pick out something for them for Christmas? Yeah, it better like be that. like for the right. person. What if they're friends before? So I'm thinking about the situation That's I was tough. in where I was friends, I was pretty close friends with someone, and then I was like, hey, I know someone who's going to be perfect for you. And I introduced them, and we just like stopped being friends after that. Not in like a, a bad way or a malicious way, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and that's fair. I think it would have been weird if I would have kept being close with that person. Right. Were you, was it upsetting that the friendship ended? No, I was honestly so excited that I had, like, did, like, done a little matchmaking thing, and I, like, saw a workout. I was really excited that I could, like, put two people that I cared about together. Yeah. Um, but then there were, like, some points where I would, like, see something funny, and it, like, made me think of them. I was like, oh, I should send them. I was like, no, this is kind of, like, not your place. But then it was really Mm -hmm. nice, like, hanging out in a group setting where you already feel like you're friends with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I think, um, texting them is another thing. If you text them every day, don't do that. Okay. How many people, I don't text a lot of people every day. There are not a lot of people that I'm, like. There are, like, two people who I text every day. I am not. The type of, like, I can't hold a conversation over text for that long, to be honest. Yeah. So You and I will have, like, spurts where we go back and forth for, like, two minutes, and then, you know? Yeah. And then we don't. We also live together. Right. But I'm even thinking, like, over break. Over break, I, like, won't talk to you for, like, a week straight, and then I'll send you, like, a voice memo of, like, everything going on in my life, and then you'll send me something back, and then we'll, like, not talk for another week. That's fun, though. I like our texting style. I know. It's nice. I just, like, I don't know, but... Where were we? Um, talking about like texting and communicating with your friend's significant other. That feels slimy to me. Yeah. If you if it's like what you were saying when you were friends before, I think it's fine if you see a funny thing that reminds you of them or like, OMG, LOL, LMAO, or like Snapchat streaks. What do you think about those? Having streaks with your friend's boyfriend. Um, I don't, I don't mind that as much. I think that was. Um, definitely more of a thing when we were younger. I was gonna say, I used to... Because my best friend in high school had a streak with my boyfriend, and I did not care. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was... It was, like... Totally sh- fine. Streaks, don't hit me up. Like, it's not that deep. Right, right, right. Um, 
I, now, I don't know how I would feel about that, though. It also depends on how both of them use Snapchat. Yeah, now I Snapchat three people. Right. So, so you probably wouldn't, like, have a streak with my boyfriend if I had one. Yeah, probably, probably not. I think right. that'd be pretty weird. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would say so. Because, <laughs> like, if I Snapchat anybody, they're on my best friends list. Like, yeah. literally one, because I yeah. don't use it that much. Yeah, exactly. Am I on your best friends list? I think so. Good. You're like my number two. <laughs> yeah, you're on, you gotta be on there. I don't Snapchat that much either. Anna's my number one on Snapchat, and I like she responds so fast, like she uses it so much, and I was mm-hmm. she's like my full number one, and she was like, oh yeah, you're not even on my list. I'm like, <laughs> ouch, ouchy, ouchy, ouchy. Worse than heartbreak. Worse than heartbreak. <laughs> okay, that actually. Oh, my ability to process this information and come up with answers and talk about it is just. I don't want to say rapidly declining, but I don't remember at any point in this episode me feeling confident with what I was saying. Which is natural. <laughs> That's natural for two people who have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you asked yesterday if, like, your friend's significant other repeatedly comes to you for advice. Yeah, so this, um, I think, seems pretty normal. Like, obviously, if you have advice about the person you're dating... It makes perfect sense to go to their best friend. Um, I just think it it can be kind of weird if it's happening a lot and you're starting to, like, kind of talk about them behind their back a lot and things are coming up and you kind of feel uncomfy. Um, but it's also an awkward one to stop. Honestly, I have a completely different perspective. I say this is a hard no. I don't think you're... Mm-hmm friends significant others should be coming to you for advice I think that would be a pretty red flag because I think if there's a problem they should either be talking about it with that person or like when we like when I have a problem or something I usually go to my like close girlfriends and yeah I, I think that's very weird I wonder what the motive but then I also understand if like you know guys don't really all talk about their feelings at times so yes maybe. I would I understand if it happens like once Mm -hmm. or maybe twice in a year but if it's happening a lot that is definitely a red flag well there's some situations where like if you're like if you're just checking to make sure like nothing's going on or something but if it's you're worried about them you're like hey have you noticed she's been a little bit off lately okay yeah yeah yeah. that's different i'm thinking about like i'm kind of frustrated with so-and-so recently yeah and then as a friend if you're like oh my gosh i know right she's been so oh my god yeah that that is toxic from like both sides it's I used to have cool. a severe fear that everybody was just going to talk badly about my behind my back all the time. I grew out of it because I realized that the world doesn't revolve around me and that people probably just aren't that passionate about mm-hmm. that. So, <laughs> but that used to be like, ugh, paralyzing. Anyway. Um, did we talk about, we didn't talk about being friends with their ex, did we? No, we did not. Okay. Okay. Also kind of feels like a more clear thing. I feel like if. I say I don't I don't think you should. If the if yeah. they're not friends with them, especially if like you got to know them through the person and they're not friends with them, then you shouldn't. Yeah, there's really no point. Like although I'd love to set you up with my ex, I would think it was like I would get <laughs> uncomfortable if you were hanging out with him. Right. That would be so You can weird. either date or you can't talk at yeah. all. There's no in between. <laughs> it's just like you already have friends. Why do you need to be friends with your friend's ex too? Yeah. Especially, okay, but what if they were friends before that? Well, I was going to ask you about that. I remember. Because 
Yeah. I had a conversation with one person one time, actually same person I mentioned earlier, and yeah. it was just like right when they started dating, like maybe like three dates in, and they, he was like, well, I mean, I feel like if things didn't work out between us, like you and I would still be friends. I'm like, yeah, totally. And let the record show we're not. Um, right. We're like all civil, like nothing bad there, but I wouldn't reach out to check on how he's doing. If I saw him on the street, I'd say hi, but I'm yeah. not going to maintain a relationship because that's someone who just isn't a part of my life anymore right and now like time has passed where like the friend and him had a relationship and things are different and I feel like you got to know another side of him in like a different way that's another thing through him dating her yeah and when someone like when someone hurts your best friend like just in general or when someone hurts one of your friends it's like supposed to be a thing where like what do you think about the idea of like oh like if my best friend hates them I hate them too um I I like that when you don't know the person at all. That sounds bad, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly if there's what some you girl mean. who you just have beef with, and you're like, that's so obviously, I'm not gonna passionately, blindly hate someone with right. my whole being. But if you came to me, I'm just like, like talking about, I don't know, some girl and or guy whatever and you were like telling me situations you were in and you were like like i know a good example i will cut out who it is but oh i hate her exactly she was the worst i'll bleep that part out but you were like hate her every time you talk about her i would be like i hate her yeah never met her but yeah so i was like obviously i hate her too never met her never interacted with her only based on you but the thing is i'm never going to meet her there's no reason that i would ever actually need to get to know her and form my own opinion um and i remember a specific example where recently after um my ex and i broke up in high school he started dating someone else like pretty quickly and i remember i was hanging out with my friends um from high school who I hadn't seen in a while and they my one friend showed the others a picture of his new girlfriend you know your response is supposed to be like oh my gosh you're so much prettier than her like he downgraded uh-huh. you know blah, blah blah and my one friend was like oh she's pretty and I was like "Ooh, uh, uh <laughs> come again like you're not supposed to be honest <laughs> you're not I don't think you should be like what a downgrade there's so no you don't have to like, but Rip the other girl apart. Don't show the picture. It doesn't really matter. Just no, but even... Know. Okay, even if there's an appropriate way to come about this, you choose your words wisely. Even if she saw that picture and was like, wow, she is 1,000 times prettier than Alexandra, she could have been like... I would choose to not speak. Or she, would that would be, be That would be kind of awkward. Yeah. I wouldn't love if I showed you him and you just didn't say anything. I would just shake my head. I would um, just shake my head. You can you say something that isn't, wow, she's so pretty. Because that, that's not going to make me feel that good. What are your opinions on upgrades and downgrades? Um, they're pretty obvious. You can see that. But the thing is, it's not only about looks. So they're probably, <laughs> unless if, if they've really gotten over the breakup and you see who they're with, you say downgrade. Obviously, you're going to say that because you think you're the best. Yeah. But um, you, don't, you don't know how the relationship is. It's so easy to be like, on the surface. I feel like, I was talking about this with you the other day, I feel like downgrades aren't really a legitimate thing because I feel like every time you have a relationship with someone, you learn more and as they, they don't work out, you learn True, a lot. So then unless, this happened with 
my ex, and I think he's okay with me saying this, um, the person who he dated right after me, that relationship was not better than ours. That is true. And that's because he wasn't, he didn't recover from it, he didn't improve himself, so he didn't have time to, like, reflect and make it better. That is true. So you have to make the personal improvement and follow through with it, and then you won't have downgrades. But if you don't do that. I think people really glow up after. I think I romanticize heartbreak a lot. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm like, how it's like, oh my god, it's like the best time of your life. Like, yeah. Just, but I think it's a, a good, it's a good time. You get to listen to music with like a really solid perspective and focus on yourself. And I feel like every single breakup that I've been through, I've always had a really good period of like glowing up and growing after it. So I feel like I really enjoy a good, a good classic heartbreak. Yeah. Is that weird to say? Love a classic heartbreak to shake up my life a little bit, you know? Add spice, add flavor, provide content. (laughs) They're great for content. Great content. Um, Yeah, I feel like, going back to the thing, I think it'd be really weird if, you know how you bring a guy and you guys all become friends and all that stuff, but then you break up. I think it'd be weird if you had introduced the person originally and then there's, like, kind of a friend group that remains that you get excommunicated from or something like that. I think that's a little bit of a red flag. Or I just think that there's not really a need to stay in close. Oh, you know what's weird? Is if, okay, if your friend doesn't like somebody because they did something awful to them or they really hurt them Mm -hmm. or they put them through hell, but then, and you're like, but then you are acting all buddy-buddy because you personally don't have a reason to dislike them. I think yeah. that's a tough situation. And you don't have to be, like, even the situation of, like, oh, can you hate the same... Or do you have to hate everybody that your best friend hates? Not necessarily. You don't have to be rude to them. But I feel like if I was in a position where someone had, like, really done me wrong and then my other friend was, like, pursuing a friendship with them or just, like, acting like they were super close, that would rub me the wrong way. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's not a hot take. I'll say these things. I'm like, that's not a hot take at all. Right. Just as we said, you know, just throw in a little reminder. Just so you guys know how I feel about these things. Yeah. All right. So now that we have (laughs) gone over all the negative things about (laughs) men, as we like to do, um, let's build up female friendships and talk about how important they are. Saw a TikTok the other day about how female friendships are very paramount to your happiness, especially in your 20s, and more so than your significant others. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I feel Mm -hmm. like my favorite, a lot of my favorite memories and my favorite times and my overall support system is my female friendships. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I have been friends since we were 14 and as we both know, the men in our lives have come and went, and (laughs) we haven't, which is great. Um, It's, like, at the end of the day, when romantic relationships can get complicated, and um, when you break up with the guy, inevitably, um, especially at this point in our lives, like, as we were talking about um, yesterday, it's different when you're married, and our target audience isn't really married people, no. so um, we're not talking about that. But the female friendships are going to be the ones who lift you up when you're down right. and who can relate to you on a level that your significant other can't. And significant others are great for some things. There are some things that I like pretty exclusively will talk to someone I'm dating about that I don't always talk about with like my female friends. But at the end of the day, I would much rather, like, I value my female friends a lot more than I 
have ever evaluated a relationship with a guy I'm dating, I yeah. guess. And I can appropriately say that at the age I'm at yeah. and the place I'm at in life right now. And, like, even when I was dating someone for a while and they were my absolute best friend, I just still felt like... I my, One of my biggest fears is the trope of losing all of my friendships because I am putting so much effort and focus on someone that I'm seeing. I think that's yeah. a really scary thing because I think that you should have your whole life and your this whole side that has nothing to do with that person because it makes it harder to when like if it ends what do you do yeah like who do you talk to I think I remember the first time that like the first major heartbreak that I had I thought I was gonna like die that Mm -hmm. night because I was like I'm so sad there's no way someone can be this sad and not just pass away yeah um but I remember feeling, like, so, so, so loved, and, like, all of my friends were, like, baking me stuff and, like, sending me cookies <laughs> the way to my heart. And I was, like, I've never felt so loved. And, like, yeah. that was, that made me feel like I could get through it for sure. Like, it was almost this instant, oh, like, oh, no, you're good. Like, you have these people that will take you. And ever since then, even though I've always, like, really valued my friends, ever since then, it was kind of, like, a thing of, like, they're the, like, they're the ride or die. Like, they're... yeah. Like, you know how it's, like, when you're dating someone, you're always, like, oh, forever, like, forever, always, always. Sure. No, it's the, your best girlfriends that are, yeah. like, the forever and always for real. Yeah. Um, More often than not, sisters before misters isn't going to lead you wrong. Yeah. True. Yeah. I am so thankful for the people in my life. Like, it's just... Same. I don't know. I feel like I can take on anything. I feel like I have such a good support system. Yeah. And, like, even in this house, I think we've talked about it before, but... The, we spend a lot of time together and we've gone through a lot all as individuals and I feel like we're always just there for each other and like when one of us is down the other three like lift the other person up and make sure they're okay and like when one of like one of us starts crying about something it's like three seconds later there's a full pile and we're all wrapped up in a blanket like yeah each other to make sure they're okay and that's like <laughs> come on a man's not gonna do that a exactly. man can't be three comforting friends right. all at once a lot of times you're probably crying because of that man true <laughs> At least in this house. I don't know how you guys are doing. But, um... We had, we had a weird year. <laughs> Senior year's been really, really weird. We've had... One out of four of us have been in a stable thing. The rest of us have... <laughs> That's true. Shout out to Maddie and Brandy. <laughs> like, our designated stable roommate. Yeah. Another thing we wanted to talk about regarding, like, female friendships is when one of them... If you're both single or if somebody is not single, that sort of shift from being single to being in a relationship and how it affects the friendship and then sort of how to delegate um, spending time with that significant other, with spending time with your gal pals. It can be tough because to be the single one who isn't in a relationship and to be the one who is newly, newly in a relationship because you never want to feel like you're putting your best friend second to a man and um at least that's how I felt and no matter what you are going to feel like you're spending less time with your best friend because you are because there's a new important person in your life and that that's hard for both people but there has to be a shift because things are changing and when things change that's what happens you're gonna notice it but that doesn't mean that they're any less of a friend of yours it just means that they met someone else who they care about a lot, and they're going to need to spend a good amount of time with them, too. Yeah. I remember the one, there was, like, a period in the beginning of last semester, during last semester, 
where all of everybody in this house was talking or seeing someone that was around here and I remember the worst some nights where everybody was gone with their men and I was like no come back to me but then I was thinking like hey oh my gosh cut that out why can't I talk why don't I have anything relevant <laughs> to say no that happens to me sometimes too where I'll be like oh that's cute that like all my friends are in relationships um that's really good for them but I'm actually I'll like make comments about it but it's actually like I'm actually very happy for my friends who are in relationships and I am a little too comfortable uh <laughs> being single so yeah but it's like you still gotta go on like dates and stuff like that and yeah really I mean less because less so of the pandemic that didn't end and as soon as new year's hit crazy how that happened I know um but yeah it's all about and I like I don't know I enjoy talking to you guys about my guy situation honestly and whatever's happening it's always the best entertainment <laughs> I love it. one of us has got to stay single I'm doing it I'm just do, taking one for the team <laughs> I don't know I I think in this I feel like I reference a lot of things back to this house but we are in a pandemic they're like the only four people I interact with yeah um I think it's natural and even though like when one of our roommates got cuffed and then she's not here every single night it's like okay well you know she like, you're not she doesn't need to spend every single night on the couch with you guys so it's normal it happens I think it's just I am personally afraid of I feel like I don't have a lot of self-control and I always want to be with the like I don't I can be alone for sure but I like to spend time with people and mm-hmm. I think it's also well, especially at the beginning time. of a relationship in that honeymoon phase you really do like want to spend all of your time with them and you might spend less time with your friends as a result of that and that's okay like it's all I don't know it's it's shifting Mm. and you'll you'll adjust adult friendships like out of college I wonder how that's like like when you don't live with your close friends and you have to like make plans to see yeah like it's weird that we're not always like for the rest of our lives gonna be able to casually just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and order sushi and just like have that be our yeah life. that is weird mm. i'm sure we'll make it work yeah we've, yeah, <laughs> we've made it work for a lot of years now so we'll be fine in conclusion communicate value your female friendships and respect the men in your life too i guess just <laughs> stay vigilant that is a leading or the exiting the closing remark is stay vigilant always be vigilant constant vigilance um yeah so thank you guys for listening this week um we appreciate all of you as always follow us on instagram at omw the podcast please um we've been seeing some newer faces around there which is really Mm. awesome and we have been also seeing some new reviews and more ratings (laughs) which makes us so happy (laughs) one it was a sparkly cheese yeah sparkly cheese i don't know who you are <laughs> i love you so much your review made my day um, you are the best we like whenever we get one we'll send it back and we're like did you see what they said about us and it makes Don't me you. so happy same thing whenever anybody any anyone dms us it's okay it's so it's nice wonderful. to know that people are actually listening to this and they're hearing it back and they're responding and we're not just talking to avoid yeah. so much love for you guys and thanks for listening and i think it's funny that we've came up with like two questions and we're like i can't think of any others but do you think we can talk about this for an hour and we're both like yep and we did Yeah. (laughs) I love going on tangents. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a great week.